Welcome to episode 60 of Dealing with Stupidity, brought to you by Dr. Kevin's Throat Coat, the cure-all for any throat problem. Just stick it in and slurp it up. I'm your host, Dr. Kevin. So how's everybody doing? Did uh, did you guys have a relaxing weekend? Did you? Well, I couldn't wait for this weekend to get here because I had the whole house to myself. I would like to make a correction on a comment I made last week when I was talking about the Super Bowl halftime. The artists do not get paid by the NFL. I always assume they did, but it's just a, uh, I guess, you're ecstatic to uh, be selected to do it. So I always assume they did. Thank you, James H., for correcting me on that. So... <clears throat> so if you've noticed um I'm usually one to point out other people's stupidity but uh this week you get a special edition of me pointing out my stupidity. So Friday night I um I started to take apart my wife's old desk in our room above the garage just to clean up and make some space up there. She doesn't work from home anymore, and it's one of those monstrosities that is a corner desk that uh, it just took up way too much fucking room, and it hadn't been used in forever. The only thing it was good for was a place to put shit where we couldn't decide whether to throw it away or not, and shit just started stacking up on it, and it was basically a mantle for my old desktop computer that was still running on Windows XP. Uh, and believe it or not, it still works, but it's only good for Word documents and spreadsheets and basic shit. It's just way too slow to do anything internet-wise and probably has a few viruses on it back from when I would look up a lot of porn, download random videos, and you know that was back before YouTube was even around. So this desk is one of those particle board bastards that we put together years ago at our old house made the trip to this house and a few years later she loses her job due to downsizing so it's been sitting up here just collecting shit and this thing is heavy some of the brackets were stripped out from being moved around so many times but it was still sturdy to a degree but at the same time it, it, it served its purpose it was time to go and so anyway I'm taking it apart, being gentle at first with the screws and using my drill, and I screwed each and every one, and it was becoming a real pain in the ass. And after a few minutes, I realized how stupid I was doing this since I'm just going to burn it. (laughs) So I just flip it over, start ripping pieces apart because it's particle board. There's not shit to it. And, uh, And I'm sure the neighbors across the street, if they were to come outside and look in the window, they could... I'm sure I look like a fucking maniac just tearing shit apart all willy-nilly and whatnot. So I get I get into several pieces, call it a night. So Saturday I start the process of dragging all the pieces from upstairs. I mean, I, I forgot how many pieces this thing actually took to build this desk. And, you know, so I'm dragging all this shit from... You can, you can only drag so much because it's a narrow staircase from downstairs to upstairs. So I can only do so much at a time. And then, uh, you know, 
I'm just making a fucking mess. Pieces of particle board fl- all over the fucking place. And then, uh, and then I get everything downstairs. Then I proceed to take everything in the backyard. Get everything in the backyard that I need. Or not, I take a few of the bigger pieces, pull out my saw, cut up a few small chunks, and um, start putting it on. <laughs> start putting it in my fire pit. You know, I try to light a few of the pieces, and I'm getting nowhere. You know, I know how to start a fire. I am a master pyromaniac, so th- this was frustrating the shit out of me. Now, mind you, I've had a few drinks by now, and thinking like a dumbass redneck. I go into the garage, get a little accelerant, which was some flammable spray <laughs> flammable spray lube that I get through work that is awesome. This shit will burn anything if you light it. I do my thing where I light it and spray the wood and whatnot. It lights for a few minutes and just fizzles out and smolders. So I'm thinking apparently I didn't use enough, so I lay it on. I'm flowing i'm throwing flame like a crazy person just dousing the shit out of it until the lube runs out same thing but more because you know more is always better when you're trying to build a fire and like before eventually burns off and after a couple minutes and it just starts smoldering I'm thinking, what the hell? This stuff has never failed me. I could ignite brick with this shit, and it has to be something to do with the particle board. I'm not, but you know, at the time, I'm not thinking this. Just dumb. So I've had enough of this. I have wood to burn. I got shit to do, and I'm not playing around with this crap anymore. So I do what any drunken idiot would do next, and go out into the garage, grab a gas can out of the. Gr- out of there and bring it out and just you know soak it a little bit like i miss like i said a second ago i'm an expert so i know what i'm doing just a little bit to get it wet light it and whoosh i have some good flame and i'll be damned if it doesn't do the same thing again never ignites and it just fizzles out and just starts smoldering a bit this is some freakish fucking wood wood type product i might add now I get serious because I'm agitated. The wood is laughing at me, I'm thinking. Questioning my manhood. So I do what I think is a brilliant idea. I pour more gas of it. <laughs> gas of it? Gas on it because more is always better. Uh, I get it good and, li- <laughs> good and wet and light it and whoosh. I get that most beautiful <laughs> beautiful fireball flowing into, the <laughs> flowing into the sky about 10 feet. Still though. After a few minutes, same results. Fire dies down, and it's just smoldering. But as it's... I don't let it completely die down, because as it starts dying down, I have a brilliant idea, one that is... that YouTube fails are made of. I have this great idea of pouring gas on, already lit, half-assed fire, and not just a little. I go to town on it. I drench it. I put the gas can about head level and just start pouring (laughs) which in the process of getting (laughs) it just now if you've seen a youtube video of somebody pouring gas on a fire or if you've ever done it yourself which i hope most of you have done you know what kind of uh heat that gives off 
and what kind of spread you get. And in the process of getting away from this massive fireball that I just produced, I spill gas on the outside of the fire pit, which in turn ignites on its way to the ground and very quickly starts spreading around the pit in a pretty good clip because of the dead grass in my yard. I'm all of a sudden, I'm, oh, oh shit. I run to the kitchen, fill up a pan of water that just happened to be in the sink. I pour it around the perimeter where the fire is going to contain it. And uh, throw the rest of my drink that I was drinking and stomp out the rest of the area. My yard um, was on fire. And I'm out there stomping on what I can put out. Like some kind of moron Native American war dance is going on or some shit like that. I get it out. Because I'm good like that. Like I said, I am a professional. And I'm looking at the burnt area around the pit, breathing heavy, and admit to myself, that was the stupidest thing I've done since probably I was a teenager. I clean up my mess, straighten up, and put everything away. Is it by now, because I've sobered up a little bit, and I just want to go to bed. Make sure the fire's out, nothing's smoldering. It's good to go. So, next morning, Sunday morning, I wake up, peek outside to make sure I didn't leave my saw out or anything out there that might get rained on because rain was coming and to make sure I hid all the evidence from my wife. So when she gets home, no questions, right? <laughs> but when I look outside, I see how much damage I had actually done. The grass around my fire pit looked like a napalm strike from a Vietnam movie. There is no way to hide this from my wife. Well, there is because it's on the back side of the pit. If you're looking outside from the, from the door but i did what any good husband would do to ensure that she wouldn't be upset if she did see it i cleaned the house i vacuumed cleaned up the dishes i had left in the sink since she left took care of all the laundry cleaned up and all that other ass kissing shit that husbands do and uh, i thought i was safe and i was because she hasn't noticed yet I'm sure she's going to in the next few days, but I'm pretty sure that when she sees, when she sees it, she's really not going to say much because she knows what an idiot I can be when I play with fire and she's out of town. Cause it, this isn't really the first time I've done something similar to this. Plus she has to actually walk outside and look at the other side of the fire pit and it has gotten cold and it's been raining. So mother nature is on my side right now. But that was my fun-filled weekend, and I thought you would enjoy that story. Don't play with fire unless you know what you're doing, and I do know what I'm doing, but don't play with fire even if you think you know what you're doing and you've had a few things to drink, and all of a sudden you think, pour gasoline on it. That's going to be awesome. Anyway, so to the topic of this week's podcast, or so much of a topic, so much, or a little bit of a topic, or whatever topic I could come up with, I had... I had another episode ready to go that I wanted to dis- to discuss, but I didn't like it, so I ditched it. Thought I'd talk about a few things that I have read. I read recently on the internet, and you know the usual above-average news sources. <laughs> so, speaking of dumbasses. I saw this story about the measles outbreak 
in Washington state and the anti-vaccine numbnuts protesting the fact that the law could be changed. Let me sum up. There has been more than uh, more than 50 reported cases of measles recently in Washington state. And Washington is one of those 17 states that allow parents to refuse vaccines for, quote, philosophical reasons. Moral, personal and other beliefs is what was on the uh, video I saw behind some schmo. You know, whatever. Trying to explain what philosophical reasons are. Moral, personal, and other beliefs is basically what it boiled down to. Now, I've always been a little bit fascinated about these anti-vaccine people. But I've never really researched it it, in any... uh, In any depth or whatever. Whatever you want to call it. I just thought, you know, every time I tried to start reading them start reading about it. I was just like, man, these people are just fucking live in the dark ages. Anyway, I got this, uh, so I found a good story on CBS, CBS evening news website. It said, and I'll have a link on my website. If you want to find it, um, I'm going to sum it up, break it down a little bit. Friday, hundreds rallied to preserve their right not to vaccinate their children. Lawmakers heard arguments on a proposed bill that would ban the measles vaccine exemption for philosophical reasons. 32 other states have similar laws. It goes on to say measles is so contagious that an unvaccinated person has a 90% chance of catching the disease if they're near someone who has it. The virus can survive for up to two hours in a room where an infected person sneezed. And there's a little video link. And uh, this one broad. I don't feel I'm putting my child at risk. There's nothing that's going to change my mind on this, on that specific vaccination, said Mother Monique Murray. Nothing's going to change your mind. Nothing. Not even something like, ooh, uh, science. (laughs) You dumb bitch. Science, medicine, modern medicine, and none of that. They all think it's a pharmaceutical, uh, big farm, big scam kind of thing. Which, yeah, I'm totally against big pharma. It's a bunch of bullshit. But, you know, the measles vaccination has been around for a while. There's, that's why the measles isn't <laughs> all over the fucking place. Anyway, I'll continue the article. Excuse me. The CDC insists the two dose measles vaccine is safe and 90% effective. Washington lawmakers hope to get the measure passed by April. Now, throughout this reading this, there's also uh, a little video playing. And the video of the story is this crowd that looks like you would expect. And uh, one buffoon was holding up a sign that read, let thy food be thy medicine, which if I were to bet was a vegan. Now, I'm not picking on vegans, but that's usually the way these people think. You people. And there was one woman in the video that says something to the effect of, uh, how did she? Oh, yeah. 
the last panel will have you believe that if everyone was vaccinated, that there would be no measles, and that is not true. It's mostly true. It's mostly true. I mean, you know, that whole thing called science. All right, these anti-vaxxer people are, they're a big part of the problem. Granted, this is my opinion. I'm not a doctor, but I do have common sense, and most of you do too. I would like to think. Do you people think that maybe part of the reason of the outbreak is because of dipshits like this? If you're not vaccinated for measles and parents have the choice to vaccinate their kids or not, couldn't that be part of the reasons of the reason for a measles outbreak? It's not breaking out everywhere else where you're required to have the vaccination. I'm not saying it is, but if I were taking educated guess, what do you think the outcome would be? How many of these people have contracted contracted the virus have been vaccinated? I even looked it up. I couldn't really find any proof, but I'm pretty sure the people that have this virus have never had the vaccine and they probably live somewhere where you have the choice to let your child get vaccinated or not. I'm guessing it's a very low percentage. And for the people with comments like that lady says, well, she's just an idiot. Is she a doctor? What kind of a degree in medicine does she have? Of course, if everyone were vaccinated, there would still be measles. The CDC even says that it's only 97% effective. 97% is pretty damn good. But only 97%. See, only. You got under, only. Well, my, all our kids are the 3%. They're going to get measles if we get it anyway. And they're going to they're gonna contract their, uh, well, I forget what their fucking reasoning is. Something stupid. I think I would take those odds anyway. So don't even try to help your kids. A good diet of organic fruits and veggies is all they need. Modern medicine is a hoax. It's witchcraft. What kind of idiots think like this? You have a 97% chance of keeping your kids safe from measles. That is now running rampant in your state and you still don't want to do anything about it. Just feed them organic vegetables. That's all they need. Why do you think that outbreak, that the outbreak is going bananas in a state where it is not mandatory to have your kid vaccinated? What the hell is wrong with you people? So you know more than the average doctor. That's awesome. What do you do for a living? Oh, you're a stay-at-home mom that watches The View and Oprah all day. Of course you know more than doctors do. Please fill me in with all your knowledge and extensive research you've done on the subject, please. And no, getting your info from Facebook and Twitter doesn't count. You know, people like this are the reason I hate being around other kids these days. I don't want your sickly little monkey coughing his disease all over me, having his infected snot flung out in the air I breathe, or my son breathes. <laughs> you know, kids are disgusting little creatures anyway, and you want to leave them unvaccinated and turn them into little disease monsters that infects other kids because they, <laughs> because they, won't, be a vaccina- <laughs> they won't be vaccinated either. 
So it's just a whirlwind of fucking sickness. All I want is keep your filthy, disease-ridden kids away from mine. Lock them up at home or some shit. Please don't let them around us normal people. And please don't reproduce either. Fucking morons. I don't know about these people. I just don't know about these people. People that think like this confuse the shit out of me. You know, how about this? Let them die off and be gone. Catch the black plague and piss off along with all the other dipshits out there that that think vaccines are evil. Fucking morons. I'm just not understanding what kind of sense that makes. I don't know. Call me kooky. But dumbass story number two that I read just the other day. Was it yesterday? What's today? Tuesday? Or Monday, I think I found it. Yesterday. I read that story about that bitch, Michelle Carter. That's, you know, that bitch that talked to her boyfriend and, uh, to kill himself a few years ago was finally sentenced to 30 months in prison, but will serve only 15 months with the balance suspended and was even more appalled by humanity after I read this. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about this case, but I don't think she should be jailed. I honestly don't. And let me explain before you turn it off and stop listening from to me for good. Let me explain my side. Now, she's an evil bitch. I'm not denying that. But to blame her for this guy's death is a little bit silly. Silly. <laughs> I fault him. Honestly. Now, even though he supposedly struggled with social anxiety and depression, he still should have been smart enough to just ditch this cunt. She talked him into killing himself through text. Through text. Text. Really. He was apparently a smart kid from what I've read, so he should have been smart enough to tell this evil bitch to just go kick rocks. Fuck you. How are you going to let some crazy twat, or anybody for that matter, talk you into killing your spell, <laughs> yourself, especially by suffocating through carbon monoxide poisoning in your car? And she's not even hot. Bitch, go fuck yourself. Did she have a pussy laced with gold? The magic snapper? I doubt it. From the looks of her, she looks like she could bash in a car door with her big ass forehead. I don't I don't see what the allure was to this broad. And you know, I even um I read the text online, the back and forth between the two, and it's absolutely disgusting. How does one let some creepy little bitch go on like that without blocking her number or just telling her to fuck off I mean this cunt was top of the line of cunts I was waiting to see a reply from him where he just says something to the effect of screw you you crazy bitch leave me the fuck alone nope never saw it and it never came now I felt bad and sad for him but at the same time I don't know bad because he was even paying attention to her to what she was texting him or what they had discussed previously. And he was listening to her through text. 
I don't know what the conversation they had talked about or whatever, but I felt bad. This guy was actually listening to this stupid bitch. But, and I felt sad that he was so pussy whip or just plain stupid that he kept paying attention to her at all. At no point did he ever have the urge to just tell her to eat shit. No, he just kept going along with it like some kind of hypnotized moron. What's even more ridiculous about the situation was from what I found out, was, or from what I found out, was that they had only seen each other a handful of times of the two-year period they've known each other. They only kept in contact with each other through texts and phone calls. So what was the attraction? To keep talking to her. What in the fuck? I mean, how hard up was this dude? Another question I have is, what the hell did she have to gain from this? The only suggestion I have seen as to why... It is that she was doing this in the first place was she was seeking attention. Somebody said to play the role of a grieving girlfriend. What kind of fucked up head do you have? That is fucked up. There's no other way to look at that. You know, and it's just disturbing that someone could pull that off to have that kind of power over another person to talk them into killing themselves. But that's the world we live in, I guess. When the only when you go, they over two years, a handful of times they have actually physically seen each other, calling and texting. That's where that's where people are now, where you can be affected by just words on a screen. No inflection, no facial expressions, no mannerisms. You can't read a person. You just see text on the screen and you're going to fall for it. So that kind of right there tells me he was a fucking moron up in the head. You might have book smarts, but street smarts, you're a fucking idiot. Now, like I said, don't get me wrong. She is the cunt of cunts to even try this, try to even do this. But at the same time, I don't have that much sympathy for him. I really don't. I'm a heartless bastard, though. If you haven't figured that out by now from listening to my podcast, I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's just not in my makeup. But you would be surprised. It's I'm, how people can have power over somebody else. Like I've been researching a few of these uh, the more recognizable names in the cult leader business for some upcoming ep- episodes I'm working on. And it's messed up with some of these with some of these people guys were able to get their followers to do. It's amazing that people fall for the shit they do. It's amazing. You've got to be one weak minded idiot that has no faith in yourself. I don't know. Yeah, I do know. Man up. God damn it. Let some whore tell you to kill yourself. Then wouldn't it be awesome to have that power, though? Tell someone to go kill themselves and poof, they do it. I think I would misuse the fuck out of that. 
But what do you think? Should I? Should we feel sorry for someone that is so weak-minded that some gutter slut bitch can talk him into suffocating himself? Or does all the blame fall on said gutter slut? I really don't know. I don't think so. I don't know who's more at fault, but I'm leaning less and less on blaming Miss Cuntface on this shit. She's just an evil bitch doing what evil bitches do. But he took her up on it. Now, granted, I have no heart or sympathy left in my soul for people like this. So what do you guys think? Should she really be blamed? I'd really like to hear from you. Her being an evil bitch is a given. Her character is not what is in question. But did she really do anything illegal? I mean, (laughs) if someone went and fucked themselves every time I told them to do so, and they did it, does that make me responsible for them fucking themselves? No. I don't think so. Anyway, let me know. Shoot me an email or a tweet. I'm curious to know what normal people think. Like I said, I'm not really normal. I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for people. I don't have that heart. I'm cold inside. (laughs) Not really. It's just, I don't feel bad for people that do dumb shit to get themselves killed. That's just the way God made me. But shoot me an email if you have, I want to hear your side. I want to hear what normal people really think. And I'm calling you normal. You know, you can reach me at dwstupidity at gmail.com or dwstupidity at tweet me at dwstupidity at dealing with stupidity or do (laughs) on my website on the contact page dealing with stupidity.com contact. (laughs) I really want to know what you people think. Am I nuts? Uh, Do I have a problem? I know I've got a screw loose somewhere, but do I have a problem? Is it really her fault? Like I said, if I tell somebody to go fuck themselves and they go try to fuck themselves, is that my fault? Apparently he wanted to find out what it was like to fuck himself. I don't know. I'm probably wrong, but I doubt it. Um, like I said earlier, this episode was brought to you by Dr. Kevin's throat coat. Just slide it in. Slurp it up. (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm going to sell it through my cult. Dr. (laughs) Dr. Kevin's throat coat. (laughs) It's going to come in a penis shaped bottle. Stick it in your throat. Anyway, if you know someone that would like to hear their or needs to hear this episode, please share it. Um, And really, I'm I'm serious. Contact me. I want to know. What, what am I missing about this story where I should feel anything for the guy? And I'm not, I'm not arguing the point. She's a cunt. She is a cunt. She will burn in hell. <laughs> but anyway, sorry for the not so uplifting episode. Happy Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and thank you for listening. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>